Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Man, we've all heard of daily devotions. You can walk into a Christian bookstore and see these little, like, 365-day daily devotions, and it can give you a little thing. There's ones for children. There's, like, it's very specialized. One for girls between 13 and 19 years old, one's for boys with bad haircuts. There's all sorts of daily devotional books that you can get if you're looking for that sort of thing. And so people have these things, and it's good because people are, are routine, right? You wake up and you do the same thing every morning. Some people, when I, when I was working in sales, man, I would eat the same thing for breakfast every single morning. Chicken sausage, eggs, and avocado. S- seven days a week. That's just what I did. That's just how it went, right? Um, and so people have these morning routines, and so having time set aside is the whole point. And so people like to get in routines, but man, I... Uh, I heard someone preach a message once and they said, weak devotion leads to uh, poor devotion. Um, weak devotion leads to poor decisions and leads to a, uh, the wrong destination. Um, and I thought about that, man. Weak devotion. That's an oxymoron. Weak devotion. Like It's called devotion. It's something you're devoted to. And people have weak devotions. But people... people, people have, have really not learned the right priorities of life. You know, when we get born again, beginning to understand, we did a podcast um, last week called Identity is Everything, but understanding that in the, in the uh, kingdom of God, who we are is the base of our new life. People get born again and they think, okay, I'm a, I'm a Christian now, but then they don't change anything on the outside. Nothing changes. They, okay, maybe I go to church on Sunday and maybe I do this and I do that, but nothing actually changes when the truth is our whole world gets flipped upside down, man. All of a sudden we're not living for earth. We're living for heaven. We're not living for who we're going to marry. We're living for eternity. We're living for, um, we're living for the future. We're living to hear well done, good and faithful servant. But people unfortunately end up in a place where they just don't set the right priority. So today we're going to talk about what being devoted actually means and the four commitments that I want you to make with me today. Um, but devotion, you know, the, the, the truth is that, that the, like the message said that I heard, that weak devotion actually does lead to poor decisions. When you wake up in the morning and you choose to start your day with social media, rather than with the Word of God. You're starting off on the wrong foot because you're giving the best part of your day to something that is very temporary that doesn't carry any weight. Now, I understand I'm talking on a podcast to people who are listening to a podcast, some of you at early hours of the morning. So I know I'm not talking to spiritually lazy people, but just to reaffirm you in the decisions that you're making to move ahead with, with God. The truth is, that any growth in the things of God that, that, that you experience happens on purpose. No one grows up in God by mistake. There's a book by Kenneth Hagin called Growing Up Spiritually. And, and it's, you know, growing up spiritually is much like growing up as a, as a human, but it's different in a few ways. There is, there are the same stages. There's, there's being a baby spiritually, right? And then there's growing up to, to, to childhood and then into adulthood, and there's those steps, and there's actually things throughout the Bible that mark the difference in those steps, right? The Bible says, young lions lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. That's important. People skip over the young lions part, but there's people who live in a place of lack. It's because we're all lions. We're, we're brother to the lion of the tribe of Judah, but the young ones oftentimes miss out because they're not planted. They haven't grown up by the word of God, right? 
And so people, uh, people grow in the things of God, but it's always on purpose. The opposite is true, though, with the things of the world. Backsliding often doesn't happen on purpose. There are some times where people just say, man, I've just had it with God. But usually that's not the case. When you go from, you don't go from on fire one day to doing drugs the next day. There's usually, normally, there's usually a backsliding process that takes place. Most people that I talk to that said, oh, I back, they, they say, I don't know how I got here and I don't know how to get back. That's usually the story. Man, I was on fire for God. I don't know how I got here and I don't know how to get back. Backsliding doesn't happen on purpose, but being on fire happens on purpose. That lets us know one thing, that the course of this world does not lead us towards God. Ephesians chapter 2, I'm going to read the first couple verses here. It says, And you has he quickened, which means made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Listen, you were dead, which means you were separated from God in your trespasses, living in your sins, right? But now you've been made alive. You've been joined together with Christ. Verse 2, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. Verse 3, among whom also we all had our conversation. That means our manner of living in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. The course of this world, the the default downstream, just go with the flow course of this world, does not lead you to heaven. It leads you away from the things of God. It leads you to the lusts of the flesh. It leads you away from the things that God has put in place. And so understand something, backsliding usually doesn't happen on purpose. But being on fire and serving God wholeheartedly happens on purpose. Growth with God happens on purpose. So I have to ask, what are you dedicated to? What are you devoted to? That word devoted. So when people say weak devotions, it's not, it's not a devotion. It's a part-time, I just do this when I feel like it. I think this generation, more than any other before it, I would say, is um, are people who live by their feelings. Man, I didn't feel, especially when it comes to Christianity, I didn't feel like going to church today, so I didn't go. Man, being devoted means being someone who, it doesn't matter how you feel, you've just made a decision. The Bible talks in Acts chapter 2, and it says, and they were all with one accord, Acts chapter 2, 1, and they, when, the, when the Holy Ghost was given on the day of Pentecost, it says they were all with one accord in one place. What does that mean? They had made up their mind. They were staying. Jesus said, go and tarry in Jerusalem till you be endued with power from on high. So when Jesus said that, he was, there were people who said, I'm, if, even if I'm here for a year straight, I will be here until the Holy Ghost comes. Some people aren't even one accord, in one accord with themselves. They're double-minded, and that's why they're unstable. They love God, but they're not committed to the Word. They say they love God, but they're not, they have a feeling of love. You know, there's, a, there's an appreciation. There's a heart that comes. There's a heart that comes of love towards God, but people mistake love for being a feeling of affection towards God. Man, God, I love you. Being in worship and feeling your heart. That's part of love, but that's not love. Love actually is shown by how we obey the commandments of God. You can't say, I love God and not do what he says. Jesus said that himself. And so for us, what are you devoted to? What are you dedicated to? The truth is, if you want to grow in the things of God, you, it takes a purpose and a decision to be dedicated to the things of God. 
If you want to grow in any area, if you want to grow your muscles, it takes a dedication. You need to go get a gym membership or start doing push-ups on the floor. It takes a dedication. If you want to lose weight, you can't be double-minded. You know what happens when you're double-minded? You just will go back to what was easiest. You know, when I was, uh, uh, for for a while, when I was younger, I struggled with my weight, and so I lost weight. But I've always had this thing of, like, I don't want to be a person who eats late. I want to to stop eating after 7 o'clock. But I've never fully just made up my mind to do it. So it comes home and then I'm like, well, you know, I run, I'm running tomorrow. So I'm just going to eat these chocolate covered almonds and it's 11 o'clock at night. It's, it's no wonder I don't see growth progress in that area. I've never just fully committed to that, right? It's a good thing I'm fully committed to running because they can counter, counteract each other. But I've never made up my mind. For so many people, there's, there's never been a, a time where they said, hey, my, I understand that my love for God is actually shown and what I do with the first hour of my day. My love for God is shown with how much I open up the word. You know, the Bible says that Jesus actually is the word. So when you open up the Bible, you're saying, Jesus, I love you. When you read the Bible, you're saying, Jesus, I honor you. I give you first place in my life. Yeah, I love Jesus. What book are you reading right now? I'm reading the book of Titus. All right. A week later, what book are you reading right now? I'm reading the book of Titus. Titus Titus is one of the shortest books in the Bible. What do you mean you're still reading the book of Titus? Come on. You don't read the word of God. Let's get real. So the devotion that you have to the word of God. So here are the four commitments. What is devotion? What is dedication? There's, I believe there's, among others, there's, there's, there's four main areas that we can be devoted in. Number one is to his word. The truth is you'll never experience dominion in an area unless it comes from the word of God. You don't get victory in an area outside of the Word of God. You don't get victory over your mind outside of the Word of God. You don't get victory over sin outside of the Word of God. A dedication to the Word of God. Every person should have a time when they wake up. I say when you wake up in the morning that you sit down, you open a Bible, not just put on... I mean, it's all good, right? Listen to the Bible on your way to work, but have a time where you're reading the Bible for yourself. Dedicated time, not not where you're, hey, I'm in the... Listen to the Word in the shower. I listen to preaching while I'm in the shower, right? But time where you sit down and it's just you and the Bible. That's you and that's your time with Jesus, right? So dedication to the word. Number two, dedication to his presence or prayer. You know, a lot of people, they've never been in the presence of God. If you don't know how to get in the presence of God for yourself, find a local church where you can get in the presence of God. Find an online church where you can be in the presence of God. The river at Tampa Bay is a great church where you can get in the presence of God. Spend time in prayer, time dedicated. Man, my day is based around my prayer and my word time. That's how I organize my day. Like I wake up and all right, prayer time, word time, and then what else? Things could change. I could wake up in Tampa and by the end of the night be in another country. But one thing is sure, I'm going to have time in the word and time in the presence of God, time in prayer. Number three is uh, dedication to the body of Christ. You know, we're not called to be lone rangers. And this is so important for people to a dedication to keep the right people around you and be a part of a local church, be a part of group of a group of believers. If you're in a country where I know, I know, I know now we've got listeners from Turkey. So a lot of, as, as this, this, uh, the reach of this podcast expands, we may, I understand I may be talking to people who there isn't a great Christian base, but I feel like, I believe in all these places, you can find people who you spend time. Hey, if you have friends who are Christians, hey, we're going to set aside Thursday nights for Bible study and let's study the word. That's dedication to the body of Christ. And then number four, dedication to his work. You know, the truth is 
every, only things that are done for God are going to be what our what will be our treasure in heaven. It's only things that it's laying up treasures in heaven for our is 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 our life here on this earth. So people do they'll do so much with their life, but none of it will count. But being a person dedicated to work the works of God, being a person dedicated to 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 uh, to to win souls, a person dedicated to go after what God has called him to do. So what are you dedicated to? You know, so many people are dedicated to so many other things. And if we're being honest, listen, I'm all about there's things that are fun. The Marvel movie came out. We're going to go see it tonight. It's going to be awesome. I'm not saying you, you can't do normal stuff. But if you're giving preference to, to, to that and you haven't spent time in the Word on a daily basis, this isn't a matter of condemnation. That's not what these messages are for. This is a matter of being deliberate about your growth. You are not going to grow without being dedicated or devoted to the Word of God. You are not going to grow without these things. So choose to let this time now, even as you've been listening to this podcast, make a fresh commitment to the things of God. This is something, the reason why I don't, a lot of my message end up going in this direction is because without this, you're not in a safe place. Without reading the Word of God every day, you're not living a safe life. You're living a life that's closer to the world than you believe it is with the lies of the enemy. People who backslide, usually backslide and they think they've done the right thing. A lot of times people who get, get away from God end up being convinced by, their, by the thoughts the devil sends them that it's okay where they're at. They don't actually feel, they're not like living like, man, if I died, I'm going to hell and they're tormented. Then they're like nervous about it. They, they're just comfortable. This is just where I'm at. You know, I'm just, you know, this is where, and, they, and it becomes normal for them. So it's a hearing these things day after day. Be devoted to the Word of God. Be devoted to the presence of God. More than ever, as you see the day approaching, be devoted to be around the body of Christ. Be devoted to fulfill the call of God for your life. This is the safest thing that you can do is surround yourself with the preaching of the gospel, with the Word of God. The truth is the Word is our only sure footing. And so for us, getting getting a dedication in our heart to the things of God, getting a dedication in our heart that we're going to finish strong. I believe Obviously, we're closer now to the second coming of the Lord than ever, but I believe it's in our lifetime. It could be a matter of 10, 15, it could be less than that. 10, 15 years before the Lord comes back and we've got this time to fulfill the call of God. Don't let one day go by where you're not stirred up for the things of God, where you're not waking up and saying, I don't care what I feel like doing, if I feel like praying, if I feel like reading the word, I don't do these things because, because my flesh feels like them. I do these things because the Bible says if you want to have success, you meditate in the word day and night. You know, we talked about success in the last podcast. The Bible actually only in the King James Version mentions that word once. And it's in, it's in Joshua chapter 1. And it says if you meditate, if you're careful to do everything, meditate in the word day and night, then you'll have good success. The only time that exact word is mentioned in the Bible, in the King James Version, is in Joshua 1.8. And it's talking about doing everything God called you to do. And it comes by meditating in the Word of God. So be blessed today. We love you. This is going to be an awesome week. The Lord spoke to me and said this this week and leading into this month was going to be a time of miracles. Begin to say that. Release your face with that. A week of miracles. Say it with me. A week of miracles. A week of miracles. Listen, God is ready to pour out, uh, pour out a blessing for you. Give you unexpected blessings in your work 
with your family, uh, with your finances and every part of your life. All I know is people who are dedicated to the kingdom of God, God's dedicated to blessing them. God's dedicated to promoting them. God's dedicated to advancing them. God's dedicated to perfecting those people. Your dedication, the Bible says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. We're the first ones that draw near to him. So many people, they get born again and they think that's it. They don't understand that we live a life fully protected by God, reaping the benefits of God, but a life of pressing in, pressing past the veil of the flesh, doing things that we don't always feel like doing. But there comes a point where it switches and we wake up and man, I feel like reading the word. Man, I can't wait to get into church. I can't wait. But until then, ignore the voice of what your body's saying, what your feelings are saying. Choose to be a person dedicated to the word of God. I'll leave you with one thing. The Bible says to receive with meekness the engrafted word that is able to save your souls. The word meekness means to receive that. The, the It says engrafted. Number one is because for our, for our natural eyes, the things of God don't actually make sense. For our natural eyes, some of these things that the Bible will tell us to do will go be contrary to what the course of the world seems like. Give and it shall be given unto you. That doesn't make sense, but it says it's an engrafted word. It may seem like it's unnatural to us. When they engraft, they can, you know, they can take trees and they can graft in. I have a tree in my backyard that's part sour orange, part clementine, right? Half and half. It's a grafted tree. So it wasn't the natural part of the branch. The word of God for for the fleshly man isn't going to make sense. Go up to an altar call in front of people and stand there and repent. That's that's going to offend your mind, right? Humble yourself. That doesn't make sense. The world says, make yourself appear this way so they can people can think this of you, so you can have favor with people. Let them think the best of you, even if it's not true. Fake it till you make it. With God, it's the opposite. But it says, receive it with meekness, saying, I understand that God's ways are better than my ways. It may not make sense to me. I may not feel like doing it, but I'm going to be dedicated to the word of God. Receive with meekness the engrafted word. Know that God is on your side. His whole agenda is to get you to heaven and to get and to use you to bring others, people to heaven with you so you can even have treasure in heaven. God loves us so much that he not only saves us, but then helps us have, a, have fruit in heaven so we can have a greater experience in eternity. This is going to be an awesome week. Uh, subscribe, share this on your Instagram. We love you. You guys are awesome.